0: And welcome to From Dial Square to Where. Now look, people, okay? You all know what's going on, yeah? You've got busy lives. But let's get something straight. Subscribe. Start listening. Start liking. You know it's the right thing to do. You know, at the end of the day, when you look back on your week, have you done anything to be proud of? If you ask your parents right about now, they're going to say no. No, you haven't. But if you subscribe, if you like, if you start listening, if you click on the link and start enjoying and start contributing to From Dial Square to Where, they may think a little better of you. Because right about now, guys, okay, you're not, not in their good books. Like it, subscribe to it, enjoy it. Take care, all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to From Dial Square to Where The... Oh, the, the unplanned one. I think we'll call this. <laughs> so, how are you? Got Ryan A and Ryan B. Who wants to be A and B? First, first one to get gets the wish.
3: Okay. I, I, I would say I would be A, but because for ours, bros. But bro is yeah. B too, so I'd be Ryan AB. So oh yeah, well that, that's a bit weird.
1: Word. Yeah. <laughs> so, how's the? Uh, Life at the moment for you guys, anyway. Glenn, how are you?
2: Uh, I had to laugh when you called this the unplanned one because that was my son's name when he was born. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's been, it's been, it's been shit. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, great, nice
1: I'm not gonna, one. Anyway,
2: singing any songs about <laughs> sitting in the house with my family. Oh, and so uh, much for not cursing. Just before we went on air, I said I'm not gonna curse.
1: Yeah, but looks <laughs> for that. starting now. <laughs> Ryan B how are you
2: yeah wait,
3: wait, wait. Oh,
4: he's big uh, yeah yeah <laughs> I, I took one for the <laughs> no yeah he got uh, and <laughs> kept getting on his toes last week so I'm happy <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> good good
2: can I add something because I would like to talk about this first I have been in such a crappy mood since I woke up and heard that uh, France cancelled their season. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's May twenty. 20- Let me just 59. introduce
1: the other Ryan first. GP. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought
2: you did.
1: Jesus Christ. Did you just, just ask started. him
2: his whole life story when we started?
1: No. I haven't oh, asked him okay. nothing yet. I just asked him if he wants to be A or B. fuck's sake.
3: Sorry, sorry guys. <laughs> I look, it looks like I'm C now, so it's fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm Brian, I'm so sorry. No, how are you, mate? you're all right. It's how uh, us Long
3: Islanders do. We interrupt <laughs> people, we don't give a fuck. It's a, it is what it is. I'm used to it.
5: So no, you I mean, things,
3: things, things are good, yeah. Uh, this whole thing is uh, a little trippy, uh, uncharted territory. Um, it's funny because at first, when you know, the season was put on hold, uh, I was happy, but now I, I, I just want to watch football. I'm watching the yeah, game us play Villa right now in the FA Cup final, so. I just memory.
1: can't get into watching the old games. I've tried, and it it just hasn't got the same jeopardy, has it? It's just weird. I, I mean, I like watching the season review videos of the Premier League as a whole. They're quite good, but I just can't watch a, a whole match, a whole Arsenal match. It's just weird. It just doesn't, just doesn't seem the same. There's no excitement to it because you know what's going to happen. <laughs>
3: There I trip the go. goals and uh, watch the reactions. That's always good. But, yeah, the, the actual game itself, it's, uh, it's lots no, of luster.
1: I can't watch a whole game anyway. Anyway, I've been in a, um, a Tibetan monastery trying to find myself for a few weeks, but um, turns out that you can't watch Pornhub in order to do that. So I got kicked out of there, so I'm back podcasting. So uh, <laughs> that's my, that's my, what's happened up to. Now, anyway,
2: now can I register go my on country. then. Do your rant
1: for a minute about the uh, it's French. not
2: a rant because I have nothing against France. It's a beautiful country and the beautiful people that live there. But the uh, France, the French PM cancelling the season on May 29th. It's just going to embolden people to think the Premier League should do the same kind of stuff. It makes me crazy. Why, why are you giving up on May 29th?
4: April 29th.
2: Whatever. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so annoyed i've been so annoyed it's the first story i saw when i woke up my wife asked me what is wrong with you today i, I just said well that.
3: in french that's what you said right? yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: yeah, to me right it, it puts fucking uefa and fever in their place because they've got no right to issue all these deadlines, um, saying you've got to get it done by this date, or blah, 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 and offering all these threats, because they're just a bunch of wankers. It's got nothing to do with them. Uh, it's that is completely down to each country. Wow. So if we can't play, we can't play. So what? what's the point in UEFA or FIFA or whoever it is, saying you've got to get it done by June know, no. the 29th or whatever?
2: Andrew calm the F down they said we need you to they need they they said you need to give us a plan for what you're going to do not finish all your stuff before that
1: no they didn't you've got to get it finished by a certain date
2: they just want to know what the plan is and they have a month to do it and the Premier League is not ever in any media story I saw they were not talking about oh well if we cancel the season no it's we're going to get it done
1: What's the point in planning anything at the moment, date-wise?
2: Oh, okay. There ain't there
1: ain't, a,
3: there ain't a point, is there? No, there's no point. You can't really plan anything. No. It's
1: just, it's just useless and ridiculous.
2: But there are slight variations of an idea of a plan right now. There are virus tests that can be purchased. They can test the players and anyone else and play in empty stadiums and while we're all locked in here yelling at each other they'll get record TV ratings and finish the season.
4: It, it's but just this my gripe <laughs> of that is these tests we can't over here in the UK they're not supplying enough for the staff on the front line. The people putting themselves at risk every day. The people in the homes are not giving them the test tests. So what's why are Premier League and the Premier League players and these clubs getting preference? They're basically saying we need that 300 to, 300 to 500 people at every game. Mm. So you for that in them numbers alone, you're asking for trouble. And that's, that's beyond closed doors. And it just gripes me that people that are demanding for the league to be back, in the UK, by the way, that are not getting that we can't... We can't these tests that they're saying we should give to the players—we can't ever supply to the people that need it the most. I oh, know.
2: We're not asking it's for free it's handouts. It's you can buy no, these no, tests, no, Ryan. You no, can go no, buy a test no, if you no, want, no, Ryan Number Two. You can buy a test if you want, Andrew. You grouchy old f. You can buy a test if you want.
1: I would do, and I would give it to someone in the NHS, and that's what the club should be doing.
4: Exactly, And that's what I'm. Saying. That's what I'm saying. Why it just seems because because it's a the brand Premier League. They should have preference. That's how it's coming across for the UK media. That basically they should have preference over everyone else. But that shouldn't be the case. All people are putting their lives on the line to save other people's lives.
2: All right. I I want. I'm, I'm going to let Ryan, other Ryan, talk because I'm talking too much.
4: <laughs> Football comes secondary at the moment in terms of this. Our number... over here in the UK. I don't know what you guys understand, but over here in the UK, the numbers aren't coming down because Monday to Friday. Yeah, people are doing a lockdown. Da-da-da-da-da saturday sunday they're all going out in their droves and it's just it's fights it's not getting any better it just does my head in and this is why football will not Premier League won't be finished because of idiots like that
2: hmm. uh, I ryan i'm waiting for you to say something because i just keep talking and i feel bad
3: <laughs> no i i i don't know i don't really have much to much input on this whole do you thing. do you
2: all right for, forget everything else for a second do you, so you guys agree with france throwing in the towel on on april 29th
1: it's nothing to do with the football it's the president of the of france has said we cannot have any um, f- sport full stop by before uh, september the 1st so they've got no choice and that's exactly what i was the on fr- about with regards to uefa
2: The French PM said that. If he was Rocky's trainer, there wouldn't have been any sequels. He would have been like, "Ah, you don't want to fight Apollo Creed. No, 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 just go on. Dating that girl from the vet store. Give me a break. I'm looking up something. Go ahead. You guys talk. I'm really annoyed. I'm looking up something. I'll be right back.
3: Well, what I think annoys me the most about the situation is I, I just there's just no. I mean, you I, like we said, you can't plan anything, but I, that equally nah. that's what annoys me is that there is no plan and there is no like, you know, it's taking things day by day, but something like a magnitude as like a a big sports league, it's not something. I mean, it's something you can take day by day, but you need to have some kind of plan. You need to have something. You know, in the works as to a contingency plan, uh, a plan B if, you know, the season gets canceled as far as, you know, I think especially with Arsenal fans in particular, we're more impatient because we want to know, oh, hey, can we make Champions League? Because in certain situations, if the season gets canceled, we make Champions League. So I think it's a little bit of that, too. So I don't know. I I just want to see this situation solved, obviously.
1: I, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't want to go on much about it, to be honest. But. I love this. We shall,
3: this in the deal. Deal. Long, long we shall never good. surrender.
2: Unless you're the French PM! <laughs>
3: <laughs> to be fair, Glenn, to be fair, when the whole virus started, they told, you know, you want to shave your, your head, you want to shave your beard, that can, like, hold the, the virus onto it. And French have been known to be very hairy, so... <laughs> I think well, French women know. are known
1: to be very hairy. Uh,
3: well, French men too, no? I don't know. I don't know many French <laughs> men, but uh, uh,
2: they, got uh, not, they got nothing on my wife. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh no, they're, they're
5: uh, anyway. Uh, How do you fancy, f- guys? guys
2: How you, you
1: fancy a very short a um, music quiz? What music? Yeah,
3: yeah oh. what kind of music? Yeah, it's right.
1: not. It, it's. A, I'm going to play you some music. And you and the first one to tell me who it is that's actually producing this music or singing this music wins the point. I think I've only got three or four of them. Yeah?
2: Fine, you're the host.
1: (laughs) Good. (laughs) Right, track number one. Hope you can hear it okay. Can you hear
5: it?
2: Oh my God, somebody pass it so I can stop listening to them.
1: No ideas, no. Huh. It's Arsenal related.
3: I was going to say uh, Adebayor, but. I don't
2: know. stop.
1: <laughs> I don't know what to but no, Adebayor. I'm going to pause it, shite. But that was Quincy Owusu-Obey. Oh. You remember Quincy? Yeah, I remember The ex Arsenal player? He was known as the masked rapper, apparently, and he just came out recently. So, yeah, Quincy. He's uh, he's, he's quite big in uh, in the Netherlands, apparently. A bit of old uh, bold rapping. This uh, is going to be the next one. And this is what I'm really looking forward to. This is... Hang on. I'll balls. Where has it gone? Right <laughs> Here we are. Right. You're mind, are You're at the this is amazing. Absolutely amazing. I'm gonna play most of this because it's awesome.
2: No, you're not.
1: <laughs> sure, there we go. It's there. If oh, you God, play so all I thought, that, we, I thought the that. lyrics were coming in. No, you love this. You love this. There we go. In a second. What? what? You'll be amazed. Just wait till you get to the chorus.
2: Andrew, what are you doing? No, shut up!
1: Shut up! You're gonna love this one.
3: This is what porn, oh, porn it does to like the podcast is. you <laughs> <it up. laughs>
1: Come on, get to the fucking start. course. Here we are.
5: I hope you're happy. Any guesses? Any
3: kisses? I can see, I know this is definitely wrong, but I can totally I can see Olivier Jerus singing this song. <laughs> it's like, it's like underwear models in the background, and him just like, you know, twirling around, no shirt off.
1: No, it's uh, earlier, name? earlier than Olivier Giroud.
3: Um, How earlier? I'm thinking I think French. I'm French. I'm thinking the guy. This is French. the 90s. Oh, Am I, is the guy French? Am I right with that? No, no, oh, okay. no, he's I not. No idea
2: then. And the a French accent.
3: This is
1: going to literally blow your mind. On your death certificate, it's going to have reason for death: mind blown.
2: No, mine's going to say reason for death, Andrew playing music on YouTube.
1: That was Ian Wright. 1993. Ah.
5: 1993,
1: Ian Wright, Do the Right Thing, it was called. He's actually got quite a good voice. You've got to admit that, haven't you, old Ian? Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all. But I I literally could not believe that Ian Wright had a song in the charts.
3: That's a song in the charts.
1: It was. It actually, I think it actually okay. charted. I can't remember what uh, What position. This. There's two more left, right? I'm going to save the funniest <laughs> oh one boy. till last. I'm going to save the funniest one till last. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> this one. £10 oh, hang on. on. Fucking advert. Blog, where <laughs> oh. You're the okay. Big deal. Right. <laughs>
3: This is so bad.
0: I heard Andy Cole. Yes, yeah. mm. Andy Cole. Andy fucking Cole. No,
1: 1992. It is. That is so embarrassing. Come on, Andy. <laughs> awesome. No, no one, no points. Oh, actually, sorry, no. Ryan was Brian. beg your pardon. You got one point. Last one, yeah. and this is absolutely. Oh, oh shit! No, I got. I might have to do two more actually. This cool. is so funny.
2: With Jones, inter- ah! <laughs> Did you hear that? Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Did, bollocks!
1: Oh, play it to you anyway. Play it to you anyway. Or-
4: Come on, Vinny. Oh
1: my God, you've got to actually watch this as well. well oh. oh, I can't it. you got there Fucking Vinnie right Jones. This is actually on Top of the Pops. Man's talented, you've got to admit. He's fucking Hollywood, Hollywood actor. Rags people's bollocks on the pitch.
2: <laughs> it's fair, fair. Leroy
1: Brown. <laughs> Thanks, Vinny. That's great. Right, I'll do this one. Last one. Fucking oh, advert. Here. Shut up, Vinny. You've only got. Vinny got like five minutes or so anyway. Listen to this. This is from
3: 1979.
1: Oh my God. I'm not gonna go for too long on this one because I'll literally start peeling my own skin off as well. This are the sweet dulcet tones of Kevin Keegan. Oh <laughs> and he has got the biggest pair of white flares you've ever seen in your life Uh, it is literally the worst video you've got it's called head over heels in love Kevin Keegan 1979 absolutely dreadful you've got to have a look at have a look at the YouTube video for that and look at his hair look at his clothes everything and uh, I can't believe he ever shows his face in public to be perfectly honest (laughs) well that was good fun thanks for taking part Glenn
2: what? <laughs> I, f- I feel like I'm at a sleepover or something right now. <laughs> Listening to your albums. No. To your albums okay, so. Go
1: on then. Okay, so. Go on then. Go on then. What have you seen on Twitter? All this I see on Well, in your case, Glenn, rant. I, or <laughs> anyone else, laugh.
2: All I see on Twitter is, is people. Going losing their stuff over transfer rumors that aren't going to happen. No one's going to be spending fifty, sixty, hundred million dollars. But that doesn't stop people from freaking out anyway.
4: That doesn't stop people from freaking out anyway.
2: You You know, and it's just like
1: I've got a bit of a concern about it all. Sorry, sorry, Gillen, go on.
2: No, I was just going to say that, you know, the media knows how susceptible Arsenal fans are to those stories and they'll get their clicks, so they're just making stuff up.
1: You see, what what worry I've got is is with regards to the rich clubs. I think that um, they're going to be pulling even further ahead of everyone else after all this. And I don't think that it will... Transfer market or crash as much as we think it's going to because all it was going to take is one of these clubs, PSG, Man City, maybe Newcastle now or Chelsea, to just go out and buy one player for a stupid amount. And there we go, that's what it will take. And if they go and buy, I don't know, a player from Juventus or something for 50 million quid, then that again is going to set the tone for the for players of that level across Europe again. And I see a
2: majority of swap deals. That's what I see.
1: For everyone else, we'll be, we'll be picking up the scraps. I can't see anyone... They're going to be circling like vultures and they're going to be picking off the best players from clubs that desperately need the money. And I, I, I was really hopeful that it might bring some kind of reality back to the transfer market and wages, but I'm thinking about it more and more. I can't see it personally. I, I, I think it's going have, to I've carry on to, as it was.
2: I have yet to speak to a person from the UK that agrees with me that it's going to be mostly swap deals. Ryan? Mr. Arsenal? Um, Ryan, Mr. The, last Arsenal.
4: Couple, the last couple of weeks, I can actually agree with you. Based on the last couple of weeks, I can actually agree with what you're saying because when you've got clubs like Liverpool, Tottenham, League clubs that have got loads of money multi-millionaire owners owners that have took fucking bonuses on the day they furlough they're trying to, fur- trying to furlough their staff non-playing staff you know, like so yeah I can, I can see literally only swap deals happen because basically you can't then, you can't try and try and furlough your non-playing staff and then spend multi-million pounds on wages left right and centre that's not on and it's, it's, it just does it does my head in when, when Liverpool first first tried it no surprise because what the Spurs are Liverpool again I was surprised because of the area what Liverpool are they are they hate our government for reasons i can not going to go into real here all night but it's, it's just frustrating that they tried to do that and then they got but they, they, all, they all try and go out and spend multi-million pounds on most ridiculous player you could ever think of just to flex their muscle but hang on a few months ago you said you couldn't afford to pay your pay your staff
1: yeah but not one of the, the so-called you know these mega rich clubs have furloughed their staff
3: because they see it as a big business and they don't care about it. they don't I mean to an extent when it gets down to the bottom of the barrel they don't really Care about the staff. They see it as a business. They want to buy the players. They want to get good. And if you know, again, this whole situation is tough because then, yeah, it kind of like ruins my own point because you kind of want to furlough the staff in a way. But uh, I don't know. I I think someone. I think there's going to be a team like a uh, like a Real Madrid, like a Barcelona, even like a asshole menu. They'll just, they'll, they'll spend, you know, 80,000, 80, 80 million on a, uh, a Maguire and call it yeah. a day. I, the
1: I think they will. And that's the, that's the sad thing because then they've set the precedent once again. Exactly. And other clubs will be doing their absolute utmost to, to keep up with them again. And then, uh, and it's going to snowball from there. I, Man City, I, I know you're on about, Rome that Liverpool went to. Uh, furlough their staff um, I wasn't really including Liverpool in this sort so of scenario
4: are, I was just saying as a yeah, they are yeah. The team, they're the best team in not just Europe but in the country at the moment they were walk, before this happened they were walking to the title let's all be honest they are and they're playing the best one in, in Europe it's, let's be honest about that um, in the sense of they actually had a, a a blueprint of what they wanted and they're week in week out getting the results this is the team that's that ju- recently announced they're in massive for profits, they're right and centre. And the, <clears> they're trying to further, they tried to furlough the stuff. And in, in their the back backtrack statement, they basically said if it weren't for the ex players, they would have continued trying to furlough the staff to the government. And that again disgusts me because, you again, as you said, they're multi like, millionaires, these owners they can afford to pay for their staff and still have enough money to, I don't know, buy your players that you need. I
2: I acknowledge it's a valid argument that you're making about the super rich clubs perhaps having the money to do that when everyone else doesn't. But you, uh, not knowing how much they're losing in TV revenue and other things, I can't agree with you. If you tell me uh, they still can do it even with all the losses because of the virus, then I could agree with your point. But I'm just looking at massive, massive losses on for every club, and now you're going to justify to, you know, that you can spend a hundred million dollars on, on on a player.
4: I'm not justifying. I'm not, 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 not justifying just at all. What I'm saying is absolutely disgusting that they do. They tried doing that. And unlike everyone else, like Liverpool and Tottenham, like Arsenal and Southampton and other clubs actually discussed all the options and actually approached their players and their staff. Would they take pay cuts? And the majority of them have. Southampton for three months, we've done the thing for a year. But then for Newcastle, Liverpool, Spurs and the other clubs that tried it, that wasn't even a second thought. It was literally just go to the government for handouts. And for that, they shouldn't be able to do any transfers. If it's, it's someone no, unless it's a, unless it's a loan or free transfer, we come to spending money no, because you've tried to then you know, punch up the government then. When people when it's for a scheme that's meant for people that need it, for businesses that actually need it, not for multi billionaires that hold the habit.
1: What's that about, um, uh, Ray? How you doing, mate? I like your moves by the way in that video. Nice one, Mary. What's <laughs> going on? I ain't gonna I'm not gonna mention the letter, but what does it mean, right? Uh,
3: I'm, I'm assuming he means uh Guendouzi. I'm a I'm a uh, big uh, I'm known on big, big, the Arsenal big, fan circle channel big, as a Gendusi Groupie. And I wear <laughs> that I wear that badge with pride and I miss his long locks. And it's funny, the other day I uh I watched his tackle on Zaha and I uh <laughs> I got
1: a little too excited, if you know what I mean. So, I, it. <laughs> I got a little too excited. So. <laughs> Listen, I've got, I've got one idea that I was thinking about as well. It's, you know, obviously, if everyone and their son and their dog have done their Arsenal all-time 11s. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go down that route. It's just boring. It's just, everyone's done it. What about if we go around and try and agree, which is going to be very, very tough because there's some... Some players I just will not even tolerate. But if we go around and do our favourite 11 all-time players that, are, that have never played for Arsenal, but players that we've admi- admired, Ooh. that players that we really shouldn't like maybe sometimes, but we, we really would, wouldn't have minded seeing them in an Arsenal shirt.
2: Can I just quick can I just quick ask Ryan Arsprow a question? Uh, because Quint is a fascinating player to me, and I see his potential, and I love it. Yeah. Uh, but my opinion on him is he's got to play every day to get the you know kinks out of his system of being a young player, and I think he'd be better served on loan. Am I crazy?
3: Uh, uh I wouldn't. I wouldn't say you're crazy. Uh. If if I wasn't so tied to him, I would probably suggest that maybe send him to like uh, I don't want to say Everton, but even like a Crystal Palace, Bournemouth, like middle middle table team, that'd be cool. But I I think <laughs> Crystal uh, Palace.
1: Imagine him yeah. in the same uh, yeah the same exactly. Oh. That's
3: probably why I was in my head. But uh yeah I I don't know it's it's rough because <laughs> I love him so much and I want him to play for us. But i a hundred percent agree with you. I, I think he needs that he needs the playing time. But I also in I guess contrast that, I think Arteta is gonna work his kinks out like a like fucking a magician, like Harry Houdini. But and I'm willing to I'm willing to take a take a year or two more as opposed to, you know, loving him out and maybe be done quicker. But yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I needed some perspective. I thought I was a little crazy. Thank you, Ryan. No,
3: no, not crazy. Not crazy. George I, should we should we have a go? Should we try
1: and do it?
2: Don't start with me. I have to think about it.
1: Are we going we start by the position goalkeeper? or just like all, is, together? Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: all together?
1: All together. Okay, all together. Yeah. Should we say the Premier League years just yeah. to make it a bit oh, narrower? Oh, we have to be in the yeah? Premier League? Um, I don't
3: know if
1: any of my players Let's yeah. let Where shall we? Let's, do, yeah, let's, you know, yeah, let's set the... Let's set the um, no, no. Let's say the Premier League years, but they don't have to have come from the Premier League, yeah.
4: Uh, Ninety-two to now, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, goalkeeper. Uh, it's it's a really tough one because there's a couple that I do that I have really liked. Um, do
3: you want me to go first? Because I already know mine without even
1: thinking. Go on. Well, let let's have some goalkeeping suggestions. See if we can come to some kind of ar- agreement on. If we all like someone,
3: well, mine is newer, one hundred percent. Like not, even, it's not even like a, an afterthought. The guy won me a fucking World Cup. I will bend at the knee and do some things. I he's best. I mean, Oblak's playing good. I I respect him in uh, in Atletico, but whew, newer man can't can't say nothing anything good about him. Anything not I, bad about him? <laughs>
1: See I really like um I really like Buffon.
4: As, as all my suggestions.
1: I think he's mm-hmm. oh, he's just got the class. It, it was just absolutely I don't know, he was just so calm. He was, he reminded me of the Italian David Seaman in in the way that he was so calm. Mm. You know, nothing stressed him and he just seemed like he could just pluck things out of the air when he was at his best. I really did like him. Uh,
2: i i finally agree with you in this uh in this show andrew
1: jesus christ
2: <laughs>
1: are you sure you're feeling well old oh, man
2: <laughs> i Quarantine think so. has taken his toll on glenn
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I did like casillas as well but he was um very it's oh. very short um mm. uh, you know, no massive thing but uh it was against him but i, I I really did like Buffon. And at one stage, we were very close to signing him uh, in his latter part of his career. Um, yeah, 2006,
4: when it all kicked off over, in Italy, over the match bit. Yeah,
1: it, yeah, it. exactly. We were really strongly linked with him, weren't we? And I was, I was well up for that at the time. Uh, can you think of anyone
4: else, Glenn?
2: No, no I, was, I was waiting to hear Ryan's, Ryan's
4: choice. I had a few... Um, just mentioned him from um, Andrew Buffon, just because that, what, what he said. My other, my other ones were Deb, uh, van, Edwin Van der Sar.
3: Yeah,
1: he looked like a stretched-out pixie, though. Oh, I hate, hate.
3: I hate. I don't. I don't want to stress this enough. How much I hate Man U.
5: So I, do I. I, I Ed,
3: hate. Hate. See, Man that's Man why I you know, love. I, Edwin, I love Edwin Van der Sar.
1: Uh, Peter Schmeichel was probably uh, the best goalkeeper yeah, I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: but yeah, I, I yeah, could. Yeah. There's
1: absolutely no way I could choose him because he's, he's just a cunt.
3: No, no. I can't. <laughs> use, I, I can't choose any menu player, fuck that. No, no, no. no well, no. there is one. We might. uh no, we wouldn't get to him. But I love what? Dwight York. I love Dwight York. Oh no. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I love him, but like before, I really got into like Premier League. He and, a little bit like, of sick two, just came
1: I, up in my mouth.
3: I. What I a little I, bit of sick oh.
1: just came up in my mouth.
3: Oh, it's, it's like my, my guilty pleasure that I hide behind closed doors.
1: I'd, I'd rather carry on listening to Andy Cole rapping, to be perfectly honest.
4: <laughs> 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 that's okay. he's that but so that's okay.
1: Um, sorry, you, who was your other ones, Roy? You said um, or... it was, was it? Van Duser. There was Who
4: was the other one? I'll come his name now. To...
2: No love for Neuer. I'm a little upset. A yeah, goalkeeper, old black. Yeah, uh, You know
1: who I don't like about Neuer, though. Is, um... I gotta
2: go, guys. I gotta go. I'm very sorry. Bye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Daddy, It's like Mister Ben.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: you won't know that one, right? So that reference. But you no, know, the thing I don't like about Neuer is that he's the one that recently said that. Um, uh, he's got, who is it, um, Ter Stegan, who hmm. was probably playing better than him. Um, I don't know if it was earlier this season or last season or something. And Neuer said that, uh, well, he just threatened, so you can't pick him, basically. If you pick him, then I'll never play for you ever again. Something along those lines, do you remember? Uh, really, uh, I, really I fucking arrogant. Which is fine, you need, you know, top players need to be arrogant, but. Fucking You know, he was actually dictating to the the manager. Yeah, yeah. Yogi. Uh, uh, I mean. But yeah,
4: he might have won the World Cup, but let's not forget. Four years later, him and the rest of that team bottled it and defended yeah. the World Cup. So it's not even go there. I
1: know Does that put me off him. He just, I don't like that. It's just like... In,
3: yeah, you know. I, but I'm also not a big Chersiga fan. So when I read that, I was like, yeah, well, that's fine. I, I just, I don't think he's. It's like tough because he gets very he's very camouflaged in that Barcelona team. So it's good shout
4: in the comments by Ray, part of a card.
3: Yeah? Yeah,
1: he he was excellent as well. He was very yeah, he's a, he was he was I was actually quite scared of him. He he had that look, didn't he? he's just like you never would mess with him. He was very, very good as well.
3: And I hate to say it again, I I mean it's gonna be terrible when we keep bringing menu players. Uh for like a year or two yeah, cuz you, you brought it when you said scared you another play that scared me De Gea for those two seasons he literally won them the game against us what was it would they beat us like 4-3 he won them the game like he made like 16 saves against us something he set some record yeah. now he's he's trash but back at, like for, like, for, like for like two years like that sweet spot De Gea was scary
1: I'd have to say my, my vote definitely would go for, for um, Buffon. Buffon, personally, but I'm happy to go with something else if you like, but uh, I think, I don't know, I just don't think any of the ones we've spoken about, from me, just is only purely my opinion, or any better than him. Good evening, Gunner19923 as well. Thanks for watching, mate. Um... Happy. Let's, let's go on to left-back, because...
4: God. What was uh, want for me?
1: Mm, for me, it would have to be... Uh, it'd have to be... Purely for his thighs, I think it'd have to be yeah, Roberto Carlos for me.
0: Same.
1: For his thighs? His thighs <laughs> were bigger than my chest. Believe it or not, and I'm not a weak I'm not a ten-stare weakling, but his thighs were fucking massive. He was literally had the biggest thighs you've ever seen. I'm surprised he didn't actually set fire to the pitch when he was running because of his thighs rubbing together so quick,
4: mm.
1: creating the static. But a bigger thighs <laughs>
4: than Kevin Campbell's.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I Remember I said that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Kevin Campbell had massive thighs as well. Bloody hell. Can you think of anyone else, Ryan B? Mm. It's just for the pure, 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 pure excitement, really. At the, at the he was so rapid and he just he was dangerous when he uh, Roberto Carlos.
3: Yeah, actually, Cole came out to me, but
1: I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yes, Ray, I definitely remember that Confederation Cup free kick. Was it the Confederation Cup? No, it was um, that tournament at Wembley, wasn't it? It was the. Blah, blah, blah. There's something shield, was it? Or?
4: Like that, lines, yeah. I think
1: uh, that's the... England actually won that tournament. Le Tournoir, that's it. Le Tournoir. Mm. Can you think oh, of anyone Oh, I when mean, Oh, I mean...
5: Paolo
4: Maldini. AC Milan, he was good. I, but That's
3: like... Yeah, but... I was,
1: was going to put him as a centre-back. I was going to put him as a centre-back, uh, personally. But... Uh, cause him... Paolo Maldini... And Franco Baresi were the two best defenders I've ever seen in my life, I think, personally. But I also, and I hate, I, I, again, I couldn't choose him because he's Man United player. But Yap Stam yeah. at his best, my God, he was a he was incredible. Yeah, I can't He him. was incredible. No, I know it's just mental. <laughs> I I was listening to a podcast earlier, and I think it was the. Um, Quickly, Kevin Willie Score. Don't know, have you ever heard that? It's absolutely right. amazing. It's, it's a really good podcast. But I think they mentioned <laughs> they mentioned uh, Yapstam going, and uh, one of them said, Yeah, and he'd actually just bought an oven as well. <laughs> he, he goes, He was really surprised that Alex Ferguson sold him. And he goes, Yeah, he was really surprised. He just bought an oven and everything. So, <laughs> <laughs> made me laugh anyway. Oh, but, um, all <laughs> <laughs> right, Ryan, can can Ryan B? Can you think of any other defenders? I mean, I, I can't look past those two personally, but I've maybe someone
3: I've got. Uh, what are we all look at,
4: centre backs now.
3: Are we doing centre backs then?
1: Yeah, uh, no, well, I don't think. I don't think we could uh, look past Roberto Carlos. I think we've moved yeah. on to centre backs right eh? now.
4: Yeah. Um so yeah. I'll take, I'll take a
1: it. Steve Staunton Ray said, yeah. Is that the the Irish <laughs> <name>? Yeah.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well for centre backs I would do uh, Thurman. Well, for I would do Lillian Thurman. Guys a beast. Who's uh, um, say again, sorry. Thurman on uh, the Thurman, whatever the French guy from fucking Juventus in Barcelona. Lillian Thurman. Am Lillian. I not saying his name right? I'm terrible at pronouncing names.
1: Taram, Lillian Taram.
3: Yeah, that, that that would be it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Point
1: A. I can't, I can't it. pronounce it. Yeah. I'll say Thurman. Yeah, he was very good, actually. He was a very good there. player. He, he actually Didn't he actually play right back as well?
4: I think he did. Right back. Oh, back four, I think yeah. for
3: France, yeah, he played a little bit of right back, yeah. Yeah, um,
1: Yeah, I think he did. It could be a right back, we, but he was a very good player as well.
3: Yeah, I can't think of a right back, so maybe he could would be a right you, back.
4: Would you consider Sergio Ramos? No, I, I don't think so. Cause, cause it, <sighs> it really He's more of
3: an American football player than an actual football player.
1: Yeah, <sighs> I, I, I fucking hate that cunt.
4: You hate him, but you, that's someone you'd want in your team to have
1: that. that yeah, but I, I know, but I don't even hate him in a way that I hate Robbie Savage. You know, I just like you know, I don't. I, it's a good. I mean, he, his record speaks for itself. I mean, he's a he's a really good, really really good player, but he can't what displace Maldini and Barese for me. But
3: what about next? I don't know. Nesta, is that really, Nesta's was, a really I was good player. Nesta too, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Nesta is a very good player. Yeah, we could have him instead of Brazy, if you like, or Maldini. But Maldini's just a well, he's a living Maldini legend, isn't he? Years, yeah. I oh, son, he's incredible.
4: Was it Maldini? His son's now in the academy at AC Milan as well.
1: Yeah, he's an attacking midfielder, isn't he? Number yeah. ten.
4: But I mean, long history with the Maldini family and all that. Stuff.
1: I mean, with Maldini as well. I'm, um, I'm strictly heterosexual, but you could just fall in love with those eyes as well, can't you?
3: Only slightly. It's just
1: like a big. It's just like a diving into a big, deep lake. <laughs> what about across the uh, the midfield? Then uh, I don't know which. Well, There's not each one you, play four, three, three. Probably be best, wouldn't it? Why do you go first for uh, for midfielders? Because there's a few that I can. I can think of, but <sighs> I I I might have to put a Man United player in there as well because Fuck.
3: I know I just I thought the first one that came to my head was a Man United player, but I'm not I'm not saying it.
4: Is it the Man United? What is it the Man United player I'm thinking of? The Irishman, the bad man.
1: No, no, not for me. <sighs> no. In fact, oh yeah, there might be. There's one player that I could. Do. We, well, he did play in the Premier League, early Premier League. John Barnes. He was a player that I really? feared more than anyone, I think, in the earlier years. He was such a great player. So It's so dangerous. and I, I hated playing against Liverpool because, A, obviously they were so good. But John Barnes was just on another level at that time. Um, I don't know whether he'll make the, the final cut, but he had to get an honorable mention. Um, the Man United player I was thinking of, and I I hate I hate admitting it, but I th- I just think he's he's absolutely brilliant. But it's Paul Scholes for me. Yeah, that's that's yeah, who I was, that's that's
3: what I, was that's what I was thinking of too.
1: But it just makes me again, it just makes me feel a bit sick and nauseous just <laughs> thinking about putting a Man United player in. A,
3: but that's why I didn't say his name. I don't wanna, I don't
1: want to do that. No no no. I know I know. I just don't know whether he. Have, let's put him on the shelf just for one second. If we can come up with any other people, but he was such a good player. Let's see, yeah. You have to make... Is Zidane,
3: Zidane. It's so weird. Yeah. I was literally just thinking that too. Yeah. Zidane, I yeah. Zidane and uh, Michale... I can't say his name either. Macaleli. Macaleli, yeah. yeah. Macaleli's a... seen both of them.
1: Excellent player, Mac Macaleli was fantastic. I mean, obviously, see they're so good. They named a the position after him, didn't they? Mm. <laughs> to Dan, yeah it, it was something different wasn't he was amazing we were blessed we 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 were so fucking lucky you know having the having the team that we did in the the mid noughties i mean early to mid naughties we we're some of the best players oh
2: when my he, god yeah we still actually
1: listen to the other you know, a lot of people's um Philip old Tom time elevens. Right
3: that's what we need to change. our right back to Philip Blom. I you, I, I should be. You broke whipped, up then. Sorry, I missed that. I should be whipped and whipped to a pole. I I Philip Blom right back for sure for well, at least for me. right back for sure for well, at least for me. I don't even I don't know why I like yeah. That. That. I don't know why I oh,
1: Fuck. Yeah.
3: Well, would you have him over
1: over to Ram? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, I would put him. I would put him okay. as a centre back. So. It's, But, I don't know. My defense is all over the place usually. If it was up to me, I'd pick all Germans, so I'm probably the worst person for this. (laughs) You can't have David
1: Hasselhoff up front, you know, as well.
3: (laughs) No, that's what I was going to do. I was going to finger gun the camera and do it. I was was like, I already had it pre-planned. He was going to be my number 10.
1: Kit, I need you. Uh... (laughs) Come on, there must be other midfielders that we preferred, so we can don't have to have Paul's goals. i yeah. I was going to have him as a one of the front three. Yeah, for me, I would say I would have him as a wide, you know, one of the front three.
3: I love Tony Cruz, but I know I don't know if I make any of your guys as like best eleven. But I absolutely am in love with Tony Cruz.
4: In Iniesta, Javi.
3: Yeah. Mm. Just that, during oh, the, that time, that Spanish midfield was Spanish midfield, absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. You can name any of them, and yeah, it's like, okay, midfield. we get it. We get it. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, seriously, can you imagine Xavi, Iniesta, and Zidane as a midfield three? But I to, uh, no, but I, on, I think we'd have to have Makaleli um, in there, like you said. Zidane. And one of Xavi or Iniesta. Hmm. What do you reckon? I think that would be...
3: Yeah, probably Xavi, Xavi, Michael and
1: Zeta. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go for those three. Now, forward line. Definitely got to be, for me, Ronaldinho. He's the best, most exciting player, I think, out of the whole lot.
3: Hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can't really argue anything against that, uh, yeah
4: again once from from that free kick in 2002 onwards he was just levels above everyone else for a good few years and yeah um another one uh,
1: i know that it's really controversial because some people can't stand him but for me out of the front three I'd, i'd have to include uh ibrahimovic as well
3: oh yeah I absolutely I'm, loved watching him. Love that man. I was I was heartbroken. I for like, Man I was I was devastated for a couple of days. Devastated. I was like inconsolable. Me
1: too. Me too. Yeah. Uh, Do you know another? I don't know if he'll make, he will make He probably wouldn't make the cut, but another one I, I have to give an honourable honorable mention to is Henrik Larsson as a striker. I think he's really underrated, but he ruined it for me by going to Man United for that short period of time. Good time I think he was about thirty-five, wasn't he, or something, when he went there, and he, he just smashed it out of the park for six months. Um, oh God, yeah, Ray, um, Lautaro Mateus—he uh, he was one I absolutely hated as well, but mainly because he was so good at the time. Lautaro Mateus, what a midfielder he was! But I couldn't. I've
4: got two other good shouts so as well. It I'm is. Out in his
1: Oh, Rodevala, no way. He, yeah, absolutely. He looked like um, Freddy Krueger with a tash.
4: Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that? <laughs> I think it was on the BBC Three programme a few years back. They did a greatest moments or like worst shocking moments of the World Cup. Oh,
1: All gobbing at Rijkaard.
4: And, and, and he gobbed at Reikard twice.
1: That was disgusting. No, for, Purely for like that, that, I hate that, man. Absolutely hated. And
4: he acted like he'd done nothing wrong.
1: Yeah. Inzaghi's a good shout, though. Mm. Definitely a good shout. But no, Rudy Voller, uh, no, I can't stand him. I mean, no, not for me.
4: Honorable mention, before he went to Chelsea, based on before he went to Chelsea in his AC Milan days, because after he left AC Milan, he was never the same player, Andre Sevchenko.
1: Yeah, he was, yeah.
4: He was that AC Milan hero. But if you base it afterwards, that's when it sort of just didn't work out He's his career, He never played his career afterwards.
1: Oh god and for me as well um another one I, I really hate to say but um Fernando Torres in his Liverpool days oh oh my god that bloke was incredible and, uh,
3: nah. i think you may have stretched it out no nah, yeah. i really uh, like
1: oh, uh, he was that that one season with Liverpool what a player that's he had a great season and um Luis Suarez as well when he was well. at Liverpool, um, well, obviously Barcelona as well. But when he season, was at Liverpool,
4: when he's in his last season at Liverpool, what was it over forty odd goals and he, st- he still couldn't win oh, the title?
1: I know. You've got to feel, <laughs> Jesus Christ! He was he was incredible for that season, winning cool. <laughs> absolutely outstanding.
4: At, literally.
1: But uh, uh, Fernando Torres was just brilliant. But that's that season um before he went to liverpool oh i was sorry chelsea and when he went to chelsea it's like someone just sh- flicked a switch on the back of his head like an actual man and just turned him off
4: it's, it's like when he, when he went to chelsea the Liverpool fans all got together made a bloody one of them doll things uh with, um, what's um called but where he just stabbed the and they feel the pain
1: oh yeah yeah the voodoo oh, doll
4: the voodoo doll that was it He's a, he's up, from there on in, his entire career was absolutely tarnished.
1: I know. It's like he had a stroke or something. And uh, <laughs> he couldn't feel the left side of his body or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, it's mental. Absolutely mental. Uh, let's have a look. so really we're, we're not going to say. Not going to say Klinsman. No, I'm glad you're are Ray, you did it Ray wrong.
3: That, those are those my, my aces up my sleeve.
4: Uh, Patrick Cliver. Would you mention him? Mm. Even as an honorable mm. mention.
1: An honourable mention, yeah. He, but I don't think he did it over a very long period of time for me either. He, he seemed to do it in bursts. Away, but... He was quite inconsistent, but yeah. when he was good, he was very, very good. But mm, I don't think he'd make the cut. Kind... I don't know. For me, he'd got to have... I mean, the thing is, we'll, we haven't even mentioned Messi or Ronaldo. No. But yeah. But I don't think we should Yeah, because it's, they're, they're just too obvious. Um
4: I don't make I don't make Neymar either, but personally I
3: don't mate him. No, I don't no, like him. No, no, no. I don't like him. No. The- i was never a fan of his either. No. Oh god, who am I thinking mm-hmm. of? Oh,
1: Battistuta. Battistuta was incredible at one stage as well. He was a really good um Haken really Suka. good forward.
4: Hakinsuko as well before he came to Arsenal. But oh yeah. He- yeah. When he came to Arsenal he was at the end of his career, weren't he So you can't really have that against him.
1: I still liked him though. He still, had, I mean, his his left foot was incredible. It was beautiful, and it? it's, it's he didn't do too bad. I think he had, um, I mean, he's, off the top of my head, he only made about sixteen appearances or some something like that. that but but
5: three,
1: about six goals as well.
5: Yeah,
1: they weren't bad, and and most of those appearances, if not all of them, were substitute appearances as well.
4: I'm oh. saying, based on the end of his but also you've got to remember, what was it, the 98 World Cup, he was top goal scorer, he was scoring for fun in that World Cup. Yeah,
1: oh, he was brilliant. He scored some outstanding goals, didn't he? Really, really good. Mm. But no, I'm thinking, I can't think of, there's someone that I can that, see in my head and I can't think of his name and it's doing my head in.
4: There's a German striker called Close, I, I
3: was oh, I man, was literally man. about to say like all the people that are popping in my head are, are 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 players that like I like grew up love watching you know I loved watching and growing up and I was literally gonna say close to him. I was like he's like the number one I mean he I mean it's, like, he is a good player but I don't know if he's gonna be on many people's uh, nah. top eleven but I I would put him there like I would write him like I would write him on the top and write No on the bottom probably if I if I was making my eleven.
1: My first two, uh, Closest, two... Close, you can't argue with his record. For me, and this is, I <laughs> know. For me, he was always the German Peter Crouch. Mm.
3: <laughs> and, and I think that's a. I think that's also a thing why I feel like over the last like year or two I love him more, is because of his head and like just knowing that like we have nobody on our team right now that can properly head the ball. It makes me probably love him a little bit more. Mm. But, uh, yeah.
1: Of course, uh, Ray, he uh, says Henry and Bergkamp weren't bad either, of course. But I don't know whether you, you sort of caught the beginning part of this, but we're not choosing any players that have ever played for Arsenal. Just players that we would have loved to have had them play for Arsenal. But did we agree...
5: You um, who
3: actually would have loved to play, hold on. Before I, before from, you say, you know who I'd love to play for Arsenal, like really play for us, hmm? Mesut Ozil, he would have been great.
1: Yeah. To play for us. <laughs> Very good point. Mm. Very good point. But I think did we all agree with Ibrahimovic and
3: um,
1: Ronaldinho? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I don't want to yeah. put Ronaldinho there, but uh, yeah, you have to. Oh, God, I you know. have to.
1: I know people hate um ibrahimovic i just i love that guy i think he's fantastic and he scores goals that no one else has scored you know just mm. some of the stuff he does is just mad isn't it i think we're missing one striker and i mean
4: i'm
1: not saying that i'd, I'd um you know consider him for the team but another honorable mention just for a short period of time, really. Um, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, I hated facing him. Mm. Um, I hated more than anyone in the world uh, Didier Drogba. But I hated yeah. Arsenal playing against but him. To
3: be fair, ba- to be fair, he was only shitty. He's only really good against us. I feel like against everyone else, he was still like good. But I feel like he just.
1: Not- like- oh, I just loathe and despise that man. I just, you know, I hope he gets like. A fly burrow under his skin, lay some eggs, and not just body all these maggots start eating him from the inside out. Dude. That's what I want.
4: Someone we haven't mentioned so far, the original Ronaldo from Brazil.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, he's the best striker probably ever, isn't he? Really, yeah. and I didn't know whether because of we had Ronaldinho, whether, but oh, that shouldn't hold him, but uh, we have to really. <laughs> if, he, he was just in. A phenomenon, he? If he, and, gone, uh, if he is, hadn't had the injury problems, then he would sort of. I don't think anyone would mention Pele. I think everyone would just talk about him.
4: And also, you can, you can argue the case looking back. If yet that back in France ninety eight, that final, there if if wasn't such. Is he is he injured? Is he not injured? Has he had a seizure? Has he had, has he not had a seizure? If he played that match, you could argue Brazil could have won that final
1: oh easy yeah
4: whatever happened that day with ronaldo effectively the entire squad and just tore him apart
1: he was just absolutely lethal absolutely lethal um yeah i mean i think that's that front three i mean what pretty not a bad team really let's yeah. see if we can remember what we had uh which is probably going to be quite difficult got Buffon in goal left back roberto carlos Oh God! Yes, yeah, Stan. No, actually, no. We can't include yeah. that, Stan, because he was before the Premier League years, and we had to make a cut off somewhere. So, although they didn't have to play in the Premier League, it's within the Premier League.
4: That'd be for another team, no. pre Premier
1: League. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, I, could do, I could do that and all. But yeah, we had Buffon, um, Roberto Carlos. Did we go for Nestor? I think in the end, and Maldini at centre back. Lam, yeah. right back.
3: Um,
1: yeah. No. Yeah. Midfield Xavi
3: Zidane uh, and
1: uh Michaeli? That's it, yeah And then we've just got Front three What is it? Ronaldinho, oh. Ibrahimović And Ronaldo, Brazilian Ronaldo I think that team will probably win the Champions League Quite comfortably <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I mean there's loads that We, we sort of had to Give honorable mentions to as well.
3: It's crazy. Oh. Yeah, the, other, the people we have, like people we haven't even named. That's like, how oh, this is done? an
1: interesting. Who would be the manager?
4: Ooh. Again, fuck.
1: That's a difficult one, isn't it?
4: Uh, the the, the obvious choices are obviously Pep, uh, Sir Alex, Arson, I don't know. There's, there's quite a, there's no, there's no out and out, you could say that.
3: Yeah. My only two nominations would be <laughs> would be Klopp oh, and uh, Jurgen Lo. <laughs> two Germans. Do you know what?
1: I'd...
2: Oh, <laughs> Sorry, right. I, I, uh, do you know I what? Though I, do
1: you do you I have to keep. Oh no, I... no. There's only one for me actually. That I love the guy. Yeah, Bobby Robson. I loved him. yeah I have to say, I, yes. I really did actually like Terry Venables back in the day, but he managed to spud, so he's a don't. no, no, no. But Bobby Robson, what, what, a, what a guy!
4: Wherever he went, he just got he got the best out, no matter who, he, what club he was at. Newcastle, when he went there, they were in a dive, an absolute shitstorm, basically, and he just turned it like that. He just turned it around, got players playing for the club, and got them competing. In the sense of getting him back, getting them
1: European football this season. Until mm. the end of his career. Ipswich. Just look at his record at Ipswich and what he actually did. Yeah. I mean, that that's just... Oh, and there's another one. Another one. Brian Clough. Was he in the Premier League yeah. era? He was, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh,
4: yeah, at like the beginning. First oh, th- oh God.
1: Season. That's a tough one for me. Between those two. I just have to... Oh. I just have to say, Bobby Robson. Though he's just such a nice guy, but what he did with Ipswich is just phenomenal. But you can't say the, you've got to say the same <laughs> about, about um, Brian Clough. Though, but do you know what? I can't. I'm gonna to, mm. I can't. I can't choose between those two. But I, I'll let you guys choose the manager because I, for me, I just love those two I would, guys.
4: I would lean towards Bobby, to Bobby just mm. because of everything he not just did it in Newcastle, but for his country as well, went to Barcelona, didn't speak the language, but he had an interpreter, which was Jose Mourinho, even Jose Mourinho said he learned so much from Sir Bobby in that, mm. that time frame at Barcelona. So, you, yeah, you can't, you can't really stare far from saying Bob, Sir Bobby.
1: What a guy. And the way, he, you know, the first picture that comes into my mind when you think about him is after the final whistle of uh, Italia 90. And he just goes, ah, oh, like that. He just like goes, with his arm, oh, it's like a drat. You know, <laughs> the way he, he was such a nice guy. And he didn't even complain um, after the match against uh, Argentina in 86 with the Hand of God goal. He didn't even complain. um he just said to, I think he said something along the lines of, Linesman, do you think you got that right? And the Linesman said, Yes. He goes, Okay, that'll do it for me then. Or, so, or something along those lines. But he, he's just such an, uh, what a what, What a guy. Yeah, I just, uh, I had nothing but respect for, the, for him and I would have loved him to have. In fact, uh, do you know what? It's, there are some bells ringing in my uh, mind that there was at one stage where we nearly went for. Bobby Robson, to be our manager. I think it was after he left Ipswich. I might be wrong, but um, there was, I think there was, again, strong rumours that we were going to go for him. And I can't remember what happened, but I wish that it would have happened. Uh, would have cut out quite a few shit years of our history.
4: Yeah, but since when do we Arsenal we'll actually go for the office choice? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. But... As a club, we have formed, for literally, George Graham, was at Millwall or? Managing Mill when we hired him. Also, mm. no, one did, no one had heard of. Bruce Rio, of course, was at Bolton for going out loud. Um The one that should not be named previously. Was uh, that doesn't exist. And, yeah, he's still complaining. He's doing my head in as well amongst all this because little steps coming out about him complaining. that shut up. And now have who was second fiddle to Pep at Man City. We'd never go for for this article we always go for someone unknown
1: that no one knows about Hmm. I'm I'm thinking about I was I was thinking about changing the name of the podcast as well quite seriously Hmm. there was two uh, I had one in my mind I was going to call it um the poisoned lasagna (laughs) but (laughs) recently another name came to mind as well after oh That bloke you've just spoken about, Ryan. I can't say his name. And I was I've got another I've got I've got another another option, which is the white witch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh,
3: my god. So
1: (laughs) I might because we've got a lot to thank that white witch for. Um now yeah I might put it out on a poll what would be the best best new name for a podcast the white witch or the poison lasagna <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't think about it anyway Barry Fry this says stand the man thanks for watching stan as well Barry Fry uh I've been I've been this heard hearing a lot about the Sunderland um documentary as well and it's uh, yeah. one thing I might watch uh, coming up. There's Good also on. talking about Bobby Robson I've never seen it again but I've heard some great things about a Bobby Robson documentary on Netflix as well Have you? I don't know if you've, you've oh, seen really? it.
4: really? I, I didn't hear about that no. I didn't know that. Was, oh, I'll have a look
1: at it in a minute then cause I know I that might, I that Yeah, in fact I'm feeling quite inspired. I might actually go and try and find that hmm.
4: now because uh, uh, yeah, I've watched the Sunderland one and yeah it's it's good, it's good watching, but also it opens your eyes to how bad you run that club is. Even now, under the new owners. They've lost yeah. a clue what they're doing. They really don't. They make, well, make stand look good. I was,
1: uh, I was listening to the Quickly Kevin podcast earlier, and they were talking about the Sunderland documentary from the late 90s when Peter Reid was the manager. Yeah. And it sounds incredible. It sounds like uh, something that we should watch as well because it's it, the stuff that honestly Peter Reed's strutting around like he's uh and he's got the the club literally in the palm of his hand because at, at the time he had taken them up. Um, he got Man City, who was sh- obviously dog shit at the time, uh, to finish fifth in the league and he went down, you know, he joined Sunderland and got them promoted from the league. T- League two at the time, um, championship as it is now, and uh, took some of them back down again, but then got them back up again. And they finished about seventh or something, higher than they've ever finished before uh, in the yeah. history before. And at the time, everyone was like treating him like he was Pep Guardiola, yeah. Peter Reed. And <laughs> it just sounds incredible that documentary. I might have to dig that one out as well. Apparently, it's on YouTube somewhere. Um, so bit, one, yes,
4: one uh, Netflix is the new uh, the late new season of Ricky Gervais' um, Afterlife. Don't know it's, that one. It's, yeah, it's basically this is the second season just came out on Friday, but yeah, I wouldn't watch it all in one hit. This is literally in spurt because of how it can go from one extreme. Up. There's comedy in it because of what it, Ricky Gervais, but because of the context of the, of the program itself there's dark elements to it so do watch it especially in these times an episode like an episode every other day sort of thing just so you don't get too because you, you don't want it to bring you down too much <laughs> so It can have that effect because no. there is dark elements and you watch it you'll see what I mean
5: definitely I,
1: mean, I like Ricky Gervais I have to put that one on the list as well And Did you listen to the Arsecast The last one or the one before when he interviewed that guy Uh, What's his name? Uh, He's over in New York somewhere and He was talking about um, Things to watch and I'm saving up uh, better call Saul so I can binge watch it all Mm. I've, I've seen the first season um, but i'm really behind now so but i'm saving them all up because i just i like to binge watch things one after the other because i'm really impatient i can't wait for a you know a few, a week or something i can't watch something when it's actually on because like with um things like you know those those types of programs that if i have to wait a week for another episode i'll just go mad <laughs> it's better it's it's best to save them up and you can cut out the the adverts in as well can't you but yeah, Better Call Saul apparently um, becomes better than Breaking Bad. He, this guy said that. I mean, Breaking Bad for me is the best program I've ever watched. I, I still gotta,
3: it. I still gotta watch it. Oh my god,
1: you haven't seen it? I know. Oh my yeah, my
3: fiance gives me shit. It's like one of her favorite shows. I, I watched the first five episodes and I was like, "Oh, this is good," and then I just, just never got back to it.
1: Oh my god, it's the. I don't, I don't know how you stopped watching it. It's like the best. Program I've ever watched. Have you seen? um...
4: I don't know if it's still on there on Netflix, but it was at the time. It was a um, uh, OJ versus the people. It was initially on the BBC, but obviously Netflix now got the right got it on their streaming site. It's basically the ins and outs, of beyond the scenes, of what happens from the event all the way through the trial, this, that, and the other, and how certain. Certain certain people actually started realising, yeah, he did do it sort of thing near the end. The
3: glove don't fit. Yeah,
4: Yeah, that as well. They meant that's meant as well. John John Travolta plays one of the lawyers as well.
1: Mm. Stan, what was that program that you talked about that I really really wanted to watch? It's about the guy who bluffed his way to being a professional footballer. Oh. the and just no 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 it's a guy i can't think. He's abroad somewhere in argentina or brazil or something like that
3: it's <laughs> early, um, the, oh
1: my God. what and he basically never played a match but got paid um at several clubs and he was a con man and he because he sorted out parties for all the players and the players got him to sign from their club because he was like the social the social guy Mm. and one of the directors um i can't remember he sent it oh yeah he got he had to go on the pitch as a sub and he's panicking and so the first thing he did was just punch another player and he got sent off immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and the director called him into the office and said, "What the fuck's going on?" And he was going to sack him. And he said, "I just couldn't stand the way that this guy was talking about you. You're the best uh, owner a player could ever oh, wish for." And he gave he gave him a, a rise or something on an extended contract. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, what was it, Stan? Um, a Kaiser. Thank you, Rowan. Thank you. Um, thanks for watching, Rowan kaiser i've got to make i'm gonna write that down now i've got to watch that it sounds amazing
3: well for doing netflix recommendations the best netflix show i've seen i just finished season four money heist i don't know if you guys have seen it it is phenomenal it's at first it's like annoying at least for me it was really annoying because it's in spanish but it's dubbed over in english so like you'll hear it in english but you'll see their voices you'll see their mouths moving oh yeah it it could be annoying the show is Fucking phenomenal. It is great, amazing, highly recommended. Everyone needs to check out Money Heist.
1: Money Heist.
3: Yeah, it's. I Just give it like one or two episodes. Just be like, yeah, what one? And then if you don't like it, whatever, but it, it, it reels you in.
1: Have you but seen like Banshee? Sorry. Banshee, no. Banshee's really good. I think there's only two or three seasons and it comes to a conclusion, so it's not a huge amount to watch and you've got it's it's brilliant absolutely brilliant and it's about a guy who becomes the sheriff of this small town called banshee and he just got out of prison um he's he's a the major criminal but he's traveling across the country stops off for something to eat or drink and um in this bar on, on the journey over here's this sheriff who's on his way to this town um to go and take up the job and anyway i won't give too much away but he ends up the 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 sheriff that's on his way got killed and he takes his identity turns up at this town and he becomes the the sheriff and yeah it's just fantastic you've got this major criminal in charge of the town and and because he's his identity with this dead man who this town had never met um, he, he he takes his uh, his name and and comes the, the sheriff. It's fantastic. And there's a family of um, are they called, what are they called? The Mormons, I think they are. They live on the they basically self sufficient. Live on the land. Is that what they is that what they are in America? Mormons. I can't remember um, that strange cult of, of people. Anyway, and they they are part of the town. A lead leader. Of that family is a fucking nutcase, like an absolute fucking nutcase. I recommend it. It's a good, it's a good watch. Not too much to catch up on. Uh, so many shows. Some of the comments, Kaiser. Kaiser, the greatest footballer to never play football. That's what it's called. Definitely got to watch that. That
3: sounds. Uh, I have watched on Netflix? It. Netflix.
1: I believe so. Yeah.
3: I got to watch. That That sounds really I
1: believe so. I think that's what Stan said. Uh, Hell on Wheels. Has anyone heard of Hell on Wheels, Ray is saying?
3: Yeah. I, of that. Yeah. I don't no, know. Not, I do I realize I'm not a big TV. I don't really watch as much as I think I do. I don't know. But uh, I do got to watch that Kaiser. So got to write that down? Okay, hold on. I forget, for I know for we're kind of – I'm going to kind of reel it back in, oh, and get get Arsenal forget. back in here. I know we're kinda Did anybody see the interview with Xhaka? I think it was today or yesterday where he says that both sides uh, overreacted no. over the whole him getting sent off and stuff. Or not sent off. When he subbed off and uh, flipped off the fans. When he
4: subbed off and uh, flipped off the fans. No. yeah, uh, yeah. I haven't yeah.
3: Said, he, haven't seen it. He wants to He wants to put the whole uh, situation behind him. And he says both both sides, like as in as in him and the fans, overreacted. And, uh,
1: yeah. that's well, true, isn't it?
3: Nah, I don't know. I think he's... I, I hate him so. I don't think I, I don't think we overreacted at all. He needs to fucking get out of the goddamn club. I think that's what he needs to do. They
1: didn't overreact to what he did, but they overreacted to the fact that he got subbed. Oh. Uh, but that was it. That was it.
3: Um, I mean, to be fair, we were losing the game, and he's and he's walking off. He's walking off the pitch. Like, I don't really, I don't really know how that's... I don't really know how. Like, I don't really uh, know. It's not really an overreaction, but.
4: About on Amazon Prime, about
3: this yeah, 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 I saw you see. Yeah, I, I gotta look. I, I do have Amazon Prime, so I'm definitely gonna check that show out. Ooh. He better. What do you yeah, mean? Me so, what do you mean soon, Ray? He needs to. Uh, now I'm getting worked up again. Like, like I just like I just got done watching Arsenal. They need to be out of this club. He needs to be out of this club like tomorrow. We need to sell him. Get rid of him. I know. I know. We're what, probably though? not that... gonna get Partey, but I know we're not gonna get him. Whatever. Yeah. My my hopes, but whatever. Just get rid of Jacques. I don't care if we get him or not. It's
1: just fucking. Uh. Is it just me? Or does the rest of the. Earlier this season. And. Uh, you know, if you think back to like the Watford game where we were 2 0 up at halftime, time, blew the 2 0 lead in the second half. How long ago does that feel? Seriously, it feels like. Yeah.
3: yeah. Our last game, honestly, like, two or three cool years
1: ago. That's what yeah. it feels like to me. It doesn't yeah. feel like this season. Well. This season, seriously, it's this season. I can't get our head around that, honestly. And do you know what? The other day, it was only about two, well, maybe two, couple of days ago, I actually started to forget who was actually in our current squad. That's how bad it. Is. I mean, it's just mental, isn't it? I had to start thinking, actually, who have we got... I couldn't think of our defenders, I think it was. It's just mad. It's just like... Football has to come back soon. It's just mad. But I, I can't... I just can't see how it's going to. And do you know what? We'll talk... Just very briefly... Going on about... Some, we'll finish up soon. but We're talking about um, how the season's going to uh, sort of go forward and stuff. But if... I can't see any other way than voiding the season personally. Because... If they play behind closed doors now, it's not the same level playing field as what's gone on before.
5: No.
1: So, how does that, how fair is that really? So, also we've got Saliba now because the French league is finished.
3: Okay, so yeah, that's nothing. That's nothing. Well, should down. be able I want to. to ask you guys, can can he play for us this season if, if board, we yeah. if we restart? Yeah, he's on the, he's on yeah
1: the because he's a registered player with a squad number. Yeah. Okay.
5: okay. So how's
1: that fair though? I mean I I don't give a shit cuz I want him in the team but how's yeah. that fair to other clubs when yeah, but also, so... you know what else is not fair? When the season finished um I can't remember I know Kane, Kane and Son and Kane's someone son. else from Spurs were out for 3 months.
2: Oh really? yeah.
1: So how's that fair? Oh, yeah. Now that they would have them back fit, fresh and ready to go. It's not fair, is it? And You can't have the second game that you've got coming up with... Uh, I can't remember our fixtures now, but... Everyone else as well. They're going to play teams that are fitter and fresher than they were before. Uh, I mean, Tottenham were nosediving. Hmm. Chelsea were, were shit. We're out yeah. of six games.
4: We, we were picking up form as well. We've got, we've yeah, we
1: were, into, we were doing a lot so of how, that, I yeah. mean, it's just not... And so now... Liverpool are going to play against someone else in front of an empty stadium when the previous match they had uh, uh, with, on all other teams that have played their, their op- opponent had to play in front of vociferous crowds <laughs> for example. It's just not fair level playing field. I don't get how it's going to work and what I think that they should do, um, all the football authorities should do which ain't going to happen but I think they should get a, a legislation in place before they announce anything that says they go to the High Court and say, "This is a shit situation. It's no, it's a, no one's fault, but we need to get something in place where no one can sue anyone else." Mm. And and then <laughs> announce it because it's not fair for anyone to sue anyone else because who can?
4: also what Whose fault
1: hand- is it? Is it any of this? Also, what Rohan said in the
4: chat there about the Premier League Socks won't want them? Take the hit on the money. There's a way around it between the Premier League and the UEFA. Go back and forth and have it in place that the three o'clock games there's no blackout. That you can, that TV channels can show any game they want from three, three o'clock games, interactive or whatever. The money they'll get, the money they'll make back on that because then that's an exclusive thing for a season. Then, so they really do something like that instead of actually just going, We want our money back. You'll make more money doing it what I said, the first, what I said in, at first, which is all three o'clock games, along with like midday, late kickoff and all that, show them all for a season. And just go from that. just Because th- th- people that people are subscribed to your Sky, your BTs over here and all the channels out have in the States, it'll be, it'll be through the roof and the money they'll make back from it. will be tenfold to what they'll do with having a hand out and you want our money back.
3: I mean, yeah, there's going to be something. I I don't know. It's weird. I I, I agree with what you're saying, Andrew. But it's – I don't think the business – and I'm sure like you kind of said this, Ryan, and like Rohan kind of says it, like the business business of the Premier League and the business of Sky Sport, BT Sport, all that, they don't care about fairness. They care about the money. They care about producing a product that people are going to be – not necessarily like on the up and up about and, and excited about, but just a product that, that people are gonna watch and view. You know, like you you obviously are talking about you know Sun and Kane being back, which is not being fair, which I, I completely agree. But at the end of the day, like because I agree with you, but I, I just wanna I wanna watch I wanna watch football. I don't even care at this point. I just I, I just want stuff to happen. I'm tired of this uh, Thomas Partey watch party.
1: Twenty-four-seven on my feed, you know. Feed. Um, no. But the, the, the TV money is is the tip of the iceberg. It's when I was talking about stopping people from suing other people. It's more that all the clubs going all the way down the pyramid, mm. saying if say for example the league is avoided, then every club. Every club that's got any chance, mathematically, of doing anything—that's getting promoted or staying up or whatever—are going to sue. And it's uh, sue for what? Sue who? Whose fault is it? You know, it's just a joke. We—I totally agree, Ryan. I'm absolutely miserable without without football, and I'm missing it terribly. I really am. It's 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 funny. I'm miserable without football, but Um, I'm
3: also miserable miserable when Arsenal are on too. So it's just like. Which misery
1: do I want more? But yeah. well I d I'm I don't feel like that anymore. It was just getting it was just getting good again though, wouldn't it? we yeah, just won yeah, three games on the trot. Yeah. We weren't playing amazingly flowing football, but we were getting there and it was exciting. And I will tell you what, one one interesting thing is so just if if what we said earlier about the whole transfer market does go to shit and pretty much doesn't exist anymore big fees big wages and teams had to all of a sudden because of the the terrible tightness on the money situation if teams had to rely on their youth players we've got a fucking great chance of going moving forward because we've got an incredible crop of young players that we've brought through and um no we'd defenders, well. but everybody well. else, we're good. Well, we've got Saliba now at least. <laughs> Come back, but um, yeah, apart from the defence, but well, we would get without outscore a lot of teams. That's for sure. You know, we've got yeah. a, good, uh, a, a good bunch of players.
4: I just to going back to what you said before we, um, about, uh, if they avoided the season, this, that, and the other. This is why you wait for last week, and it said, well, if "Seasons are avoided. This is how we're going to do things in terms of European spots." in the sense of over the over a period of the last five years top performing clubs from every domestic league top four of them leagues will be Champions League and then fifth and sixth will be Europa League etc etc that seemed to be the only in this current kind of situation the only fairest way you could do it if you avoid the season do what um, Holland have done and gone first to fifth or whatever it is they're the European spots for both competitions because of how close it is with us over in England when you've got us, uh, with a game in hand, Tottenham, Wolves, Sheffield United, Manchester United, Leicester, Chelsea, all fighting for their third and fourth spots, respectively, and then the Europa League spots, etc. Doing what UEFA said in, was saying last week, that seems the fairest way because that's been basing it on actual form over the last few years and on merit, basically, where... Again, because we've got games in hand as it stands. Because it, 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 the season hasn't been avoided, we've got a game in hand. Chelsea so mm. United have got a game in hand. I mean, I think Liverpool and City, I think one of them two have got a game in hand. A, a, a games in hand. So it's, it's a all, joke.
1: It's like Rowan has said, sue for what? It's an act of God, force majeure. So no one has breached. Everyone has to be put back in a position that, like it hadn't happened. Yeah. Exactly, Rowan. But then you listen to other podcast that complete prick um Which paul one? peter Ridgedale, he used to run leeds united he now run, runs um, preston north end he was on uh, the bbc podcast today and he said we're sixth we've got a chance of getting a uh, promotion we played 37 games out of 46 so under no circumstances can the season be written off because those 37 games would be for nothing. The fans would have paid all this money for nothing. Blah blah blah. It can't. It can't happen like that. So, if the season got voided, clubs will start taking legal action and, uh, against the the leagues. And it's just. Uh, this is what I want to avoid at all costs because it's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. And at times like these. I even feel sorry for fucking insurance companies and that's saying something because I hate them and all. They can go to fucking hell. <laughs> all, all but is, all, they, all they, they're getting sued. They're having to pay out insurance. For what? You know, uh, whose fault is this? Exactly. Why should people claim with anyone else? It's not our fault either.
4: Exactly. All, this is, all this is shown is the clubs don't care about the fans. All they care about is money in the pockets. That's it. This is, this is, we knew it before but this is now ramming it home.
1: It's the worst part of society and I hate it, you know. I just think, I just... No one will be happy regardless of whatever is chosen. So, I just think that it would just be, I mean, practically, it'd just be best to scrap whatever happened this season and start the new season in August. Just forget it. You know, and get everyone prepared and everyone ready. Yeah. Yeah. It just makes sense. But it ain't going to happen. And um, people are just going to start throwing the toys out the pram, suing each other, and it's just going to be a complete mess, you know. And I tell you what, if it goes into a European Super League, that's going to really fuck me off because I, I just don't want. Well, yeah, if really Arsenal join the European Super League, I'm so I, I just I just can't say that I'm going to have any interest in football ever again. You know, that's going to piss me off. But that's not football to me. No. You know, how can fans be expected... Football is for the fans. It's it's for your local community. You, yeah. How can you expect fans to just treat away games all across Europe? It's just a joke. Yeah. Who's going to be able to afford that? So that's not... That's, that won't be Arsenal. It will cease to be Arsenal for me if that happens. And I ain't going to support anyone else. I can't. So what am I going to do then? You know... I, I, I just don't know. I just, um, I just hope it don't go down that route. But all, all sort of signposts lead to that eventually for me. And uh, I'm just dreading it. I really am. Well, dreading is,
4: they've been, it. Like, they've been saying that about that league for about fifteen, or about 10, 15 years
1: now. Oh, yeah, more than yeah. that, I think. You know,
4: yeah.
1: I can remember it being spoken about in the nineties easily. Uh, uh, so, let's hope it don't go down that route because uh, that's going to be a shame. Really shame. And uh, I feel so sorry for all the clubs that are going to go. Not may go out of business, are going to go out of business as well. They're they're just going to cease to exist. And they've got fans like us who, you know, these clubs have been around for 100 years plus as well, you know, in the lower leagues. And they're just going to cease to exist. And not many people are going to care, unfortunately, apart from that small group of fans. I mean, even Notts County, you are a big club, they're one of the founder members of the football league. They're actually non-league now, they're in a conference, mm. and they still get five thousand fans a week, every game. That's ma- that just shows you the depth of professional football in this country. And unfortunately, I can see a massive percentage of, cl- of clubs going out of business. It's, it's very very sad. Mm. Um, really makes me mm. sad and. All people are worrying about is, oh no, you know we should have finished. We've got a chance of finishing fourth or fifth. It's just, and they're just going to start suing the leagues and ask, It's <laughs> just, it's, uh, it's horrible. I hate that part of society. You know, uh, who knows what's going to happen anyway?
4: They, what I think they should do if if we were to avoid the season, and they weren't going to take UEFA's um, advice, like avoid the season. But then when it comes to like European parts, act like the season never happened. Your like spots based on last season's results. So we finished yeah. fifth. So he's banned stays in place. We still get, we get. Put in I like it, Ryan. Up. Let's do it. We're doing it. We're doing it that way.
1: Exactly, and then you go up you start getting. Oh, Leicester City. Oh, well, we had a really, having a really good season. Oh, oh, right. oh,
4: but I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, they could say that, but when we're in an unprecedented time, this has never. I happened. know. I know. Ever. So
1: Everyone just... should think like that. That's what they're I'm talking, they're talking about. But they ain't gonna, you know, are they, here, Ryan?
4: No, but they won't they need to suck it up and go again next season and prove a point prove it wasn't a one-off Then this season that being inferred wasn't a one-off they won't do I that know. they know Arsenal exactly get yourself, yeah, yeah. they will they'll they'll strengthen
1: and then you know if just say this this takeover. I know we need to wrap up it's going going on too long but just say this takeover of Newcastle goes through quickly now mm. There's nothing stopping them from appointing the best manager in the world. They could go and get Pep, for example, because we've all seen that list of how rich these people are. So they'll pay the him whatever. The only
3: top guy on their list is Pochettino. So.
1: Well, go get whoever they want. Uh, get whoever they want. Yeah, ha- how's that fair then for the rest of the season? To everyone else? Restarting? Oh, they haven't got Steve Bruce no more. They've got fucking... God knows in charge. It's just that
3: <laughs> was better, Pochettino. It? It's
1: making a mockery of it all, though, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what. To, I, I just know. want,
3: at the end of the day, like, I just want answers. Like this, this whole ring around the rosy bullshit. I just, I want something to get solved, whether I like it or not. Is at this point, I don't even care. I just want something no. to happen.
4: I know. I don't know if you've, know if you've seen one. There's um, on, I oh, on Twitter today, uh, certain journalists are saying players are now. Don't they don't want the season to restart at the moment because they are scared they might contract this virus. It might actually kill them. I mean, yeah. the last the last couple of days we've learned Lens Lehmann contracted this virus. But thankfully, mm-hmm. he's covered from it and all that.
1: Against Lehmann,
4: Lens Lehmann apparently got the virus, account, but he survived. He's passed it now and all that.
1: Well, he's he's on about um, having crowds in the in the stadiums when they restart in, in the Bundesliga. He's he's come out and said they should have 25 percent. Capacity, because you can spread out the fans. I mean, what, that's ridiculous. He's not, he's, Jesus Christ! Does he not understand what how football crowds are? If the, if they score a goal, they're all going to stay that for our part, are they? Yeah, <laughs>
5: they're
1: not going to, they're not just going to go lose their shit and like go and hu- hug each other.
5: Exactly,
1: hey, it's just it, it's crazy. And also, but, also we,
4: just before we wrap up, Liverpool as well. Well, we'll Liverpool—they're walking in the league if this season is resumed are you telling me after 30 odd years every Liverpool fan going to stay away from Anfield uh, of or course not or, or not demand a, a trophy parade I know even, even at this moment in time so it's, it's just as, as Ryan says we need answers and we need them now because this is ridiculous
1: I know it's quite a way off but I, I'd be happy though if they said this season scrapped we are restarting as planned in August. At least then you know, you know, and you can work towards it and we can start getting excited again a bit because it's just like starting the summer a bit early now, isn't it? Mm. Um, the seasons would have nearly been over anyway in, a, in what, three weeks, four weeks? No, not even that. Uh, so I'll be, I'll be quite happy with that. Then I mean, at least you can start planning and looking forward to it. But it they can't do that. We know that. We, they can't say that we were starting in August because they don't know we can restart in August. What so n- nothing can be... We could make as many plans as they want and, and uh, action plans as to how we can do this and that and this and that. But until the government say, you can do it now, go on, go about your business as normal, that no one can do anything. And that's the problem. And UEFA, FIFA, giving out these orders about having to do it by this state and this state otherwise you're going to be have a bottom spanked that means nothing they can say what the hell they want it means nothing just just look what that mac president macron of france yes, did to yeah. the uefa threats and it's got nothing to do with football nothing to do with uefa it's all down to the governments of those individual countries so well, uh, it means nothing. What are you able to say, or anyone? Um, it's it's all down to fucking Boris Johnson, and, and that's scary. <laughs> fucking, uh...
3: Hey, at least you guys don't have Trump, all right?
1: Well, don't he's don't... not far off, mate. Well,
3: yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you've got to have us leave that. That is the last bit. President Trump saying that you've got to have disinfectant to beat the coronavirus. <laughs>
4: injected into your body he apparently said
3: he's being sarcastic but uh bleach ingestion has gone through the roof in hospitals in the u.s so i guess oh people didn't God. take to his sarcasm
1: he should have said bleach and like look it's safe to drink bleach i'll knock back a whole pint of bleach on live telly and just die in front of everyone <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna get a shot glass and i'm gonna ingest the disinfectant into my eyeball Eyeball Paul
5: Oh Eyeball Paul
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh
1: boy Uh, Anyway we'll leave it there shall we Uh, Thank you ever so much For joining me guys It's been a pleasure And um, fingers crossed for next week Should be good fun Having Ars blog on And uh, Adrian Clark fingers crossed Just hope nothing goes wrong Um, (laughs) But it's good to be back and yeah, I'm really glad you joined me tonight. Thank you to glenn as well. Thank you to everyone watching. um I'm not going to say all that bollocks about stuff and all this sort of stuff. Because, you know, <laughs> unless you unless you stub your toe on the sofa, there's not much you can do in there, really. You know, being stuck in your house. So watch that program. Let's report back on it next week. That'd be good. Yeah, and see what we think about Kaiser. We could do a review of Kaiser. How about you fancy that over the weekend maybe? Do, yeah. do you reckon you can watch it between now and the weekend?
4: Mm. Um, Wednesday Wednesday today, not it? So yeah, I think so.
1: Let's let's put that let's pencil that into the diaries. It's, uh that'd be quite good. If you fancy joining us, Stan or Robin, um anyone, just drop me a line. You're more than welcome. Anyway, speak to you soon. I'm gonna go and have something to eat, because 'cause I'm absolutely hank. Uh, yeah. Take care. Bye-bye. Say goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Cheers, guys.
0: Have you liked it yet? No? Why not? What's going on? You should be ashamed of yourselves. Your grandparents right about now are thinking uh, wrong ends, Absolute wrong ends. This is wrong and you know it. Start liking, start subscribing, get on with it. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks very much for listening. We really do appreciate each and every one of you. We really need your help to spread the word about from Dar Square to where. So if you haven't done so already, please give us a five-star review on iTunes and Spotify. Subscribe to the From Dial Square to Wear YouTube channel and hit the notification button so you never miss a live show. And finally, please tune in to the live shows. Don't forget, you
3: can get the chance every week to be the star alongside Andrew and his great guests just for being the most entertaining viewer on the night. Thanks again and see you on the next episode. Bye!